Now, welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, of course, and that is The Uncomfortable Truth as well. Listen, I'm here to talk about the riot, all right? I'm going to call what happened at the Capitol a riot, not a laugh riot, a mob riot. By the way, before I begin, several episodes ago, I commented on the Methuen, Massachusetts police chief, a guy named Solomon, who was paid an exorbitant amount of money, way more than police chiefs in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York, and gave out lucrative contracts to municipal people, their, uh, the city councilors, relatives, and so forth, uh, and with seeming impunity. Well, he just stepped down. He, the pressure was brought, not because of me, but because of the public nature of this, and he was brought down. So I, I just want to close the loop on that. Not all bad guys get to win. So the mob was at the gates down at the Capitol, huh? There was no plan, though. There was no insurrection, just a crazed mob. To me, an insurrection is organized, and people bring enough force, enough firepower to fight their way to wherever they're going and to remain there and to take over. That's what happened at the Bastille. The Bastille was an insurrection. The Cuban insurrection overthrew the government with heavily armed guerrillas. This was a crazed mob, and rumors will now circulate on both sides about who said what and how they said it, and everybody believes their own conspiracy theories. But the idiots who stormed this building, and they are idiots who stormed the building, who knows what kind of harm could have occurred. They didn't think about the security cameras. They're all going to be rounded up. They'll be arrested, they'll be jailed, they'll be tried, they'll be mostly convicted. The Capitol Police were woefully unprepared. They should have known this was coming. There was plenty of evidence it was coming. And if they had called in the proper reinforcements, they could have cordoned off the area. People would have protested. No one probably would have died. And that would have been that. There was very poor cooperation among authorities, among the Capitol Police, the City Police, the National Guard, the Secret Service, and so on and so on. At one point, the governor of Maryland brought up, mobilized his National Guard in Maryland and was told the Maryland National Guard was not permitted to enforce peace in Washington, D.C. And then a very short time later, he was asked, please send them. It was great for Congress to come back and resume the certification, to do what they were constitutionally bound to do. I was proud that law and order continued. And isn't it somewhat ironic that the mob storming the Capitol is supposed to be for law and order. Some people have called for Vice President Spence to have stood his ground on the podium and to face down the people in that room. Well, it's easy to be an armchair hero, right? But the fact is Pence's duty, his duty, was to obey the Secret Service and go to a protected place because he's second in line for the presidency. They did the same with Nancy Pelosi, who's third in line, and the president pro tem of the Senate, who's next in line. In my mind, folks, and you can always refuse to listen to me ever again, this is a free podcast, Trump was clearly culpable. He said he would march with the people down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Capitol. He rallied them, but then he turned around and went home to the White House. He could easily have called it off. He could have personally told them to disperse. I think now he clearly realizes he got in over his head. He became trite at the end, or contrite, I should say, at the end, but it was too little too late. I think the danger right now in prolonging an impeachment hearing, which can go on after he leaves office and can result in in punishment after he's out of office, but I think the danger in prolonging this or any other interventions is that it would undermine and detract from Biden's agenda. It's time to heal, not continue the rifts. 
Trump will have his own problems. He'll be besieged with lawsuits. The Justice Department will be after him. Unhappy and disappointed investors are after him. I think he'll disappear. He'll be consumed with lawsuits from so many directions that he will probably just disappear. But I think if they continue this focus to get Trump, get Trump, get Trump, that Joe Biden will have a hard time getting positive energy to support what he wants to do. So what does this episode represent, really? There are many people who are not storming office buildings, who voted for Trump, who put him in office the first time, and voted for him this second time. And they are not crazies. They are not deplorables. They're terribly unhappy with larger and larger government, with political correctness, with moral narcissism, and the other people feeling and there are some high, they are some, on some higher ground. That goes for everyone. Don't forget, if you think about people who voted for Trump, they're not all represented by those people storming the Capitol, as crazed as they seemed. The protests turned into riots in several cities, the social justice protests, the Black Lives Matter protests. Those street protests turned into riots, turning social justice demands into excuses to rob computers and to rob shoes and to close down stores and break windows and commit arson. That's no less heinous. There's radical stuff on the left and on the right, both heinous. The takeover of downtowns, especially in Portland and Seattle, are shameful. Shameful. Businesses forced out of business. Individuals losing what they own. No law and order. People hurt and in some cases killed because the government didn't act fast enough. You still wanted to fund the police? I think we need to realize the actuality is that this is a center-right country. It is not a highly radical country. It's not a progressive country, according to how most people feel most of the time who aren't on the daily news every night. And it's founded on Judeo-Christian ethics. And that's why the money says in God we trust, and that's why there are references to God in courtrooms, and that's why people still swear oaths on Bibles and so forth and so on. We have wonderful founding principles in this country, which we have not sufficiently fulfilled for too many people in the population. We need to create a truly socially just culture, educationally, economically, and in every other manner. A riot is not a political statement. The Vietnam War was ended by legitimate, public, peaceful, largely protest. Martin Luther King Jr. preached nonviolence. And he said, in fact, that all riots, all protests in the street are bound to fail. They will end up with people feeling futile. But we had better start trying much better to understand, quote unquote, the other side of these issues before condemning other people as inferior. Every time I've tried to walk on water, my feet got wet real quick. And that's the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>